네, 안녕하세요. 요즘 세상의 급변함에 따라서 Hello. As the world rapidly changes, it seems like creative ideas and new perspectives will be more important. I'm Su Chu. In Chanel Connects, I will be talking with people who are praised for their creativity in the fields of film, art, dance, music, and fashion. Some of our participants have known each other for a long time, and others have met for the first time during these recordings. Everyone will be sharing the important work that they're currently working on, as well as their next projects with the listeners. So please, stay tuned to Chanel Connects. Could you tell where my head was at when you found me? Me and you went to hell and back just to find peace. 네, 오늘 에피소드의 주제는 한국 문화는 어떻게 세계화가 되느냐? The topic of today's episode is how Korean culture is spreading across the world. It's an episode on K-culture. We've brought together cinematographer Hong Kyung-pyo and G-Dragon, two people who exert a tremendous influence in such an era where Korean culture is receiving a lot of love around the world. I'm honored to have two exemplary and influential people with me today. As many will already know, G-Dragon is one of Korea's representative musicians. He has many other titles apart from that. Rapper, singer-songwriter, producer, fashion designer. He is influential in all creative fields. He was also chosen by Forbes as their top Asia's 30 under 30 in entertainment and sports in 2016. Hoon Kyung-pyo is a South Korean cinematographer who has used many film techniques in the Korean industry. He's worked alongside respected Korean directors like Bong Joon-ho, Na Hong-jin, and Lee Chang-dong. The American magazine Variety complimented his dynamic camera techniques and named him as one of the top 30 global cinematographers. G-Dragon님과 홍경표 촬영 감독님 오늘 샤넬 커넥스에서 함께해서 너무 좋은데요. G-Dragon, 홍경표, it's really great that we can do Chanel Connects together. It's an honor to be able to have you two in the same room in the current situation as well. Have you two met before? No, we haven't. Today is our first meeting. What have the two of you been doing recently? Because we haven't been able to go outside as much as we could before, I've been working at home. I've also been watching a lot of movies and spending a lot of time by myself. And yourself? Yes, me too. I've just finished up working on post-production for the film Broker by the director Kore Eda. I've also finished simultaneous post-production on two films by the director Lee Sang-il, who directed Rage, a Japanese film, one of which is Wandering. Every now and then I also watch a film and rest at home. Then should we move on to the first question? G-Dragon, from the beginning, you've said that hip-hop has been a big influence for you musically. Who is the artist who has inspired you the most? If we talk about music, because I was born and raised only in Korea, 
the music I listened to at first when I began to listen to music was actually that of various popular Korean singers, the seniors of the past. I listened to their music a lot at first and grew up following them. The first time I came across the hip-hop genre was in elementary school. I listened to Wu-Tang Clan's music, their first album, to be honest. It wasn't the music I would listen to at the time, but my mother listened to it, so, yeah, I think they inspired me the most. If it was Wu-Tang Clan's first album, it must have been quite new, right? Rather than something new, it came as a shock to me. Firstly, because even now, although there has been some change in hip-hop, at the time if you were going to rap, then gangster rap was at the heart of hip-hop. At the time, I didn't speak English, so there was no way for me to understand the lyrics or what it was about or even the culture. So it was a shock for me. It awoke something that was hidden inside of me. So from the sound rather than from the lyrics? Just from the overall feeling, it might be the same with Korean music currently known as K-pop, but I think that's where my thought that even if you can't communicate through language, you can communicate through music, from a general understanding of the country's language, from its lyrics. It could be the melody or pronunciation within the song. That's where the thought came from. So, from elementary school? The first time I properly listened to hip-hop, I remember it being third grade, I think. Third grade, I see. I looked into this a bit. I personally really like the musician Grimes. And Grimes has said that your music has visually had an influence on her style of music. Since you mentioned Grimes, this is something that happened to me a long time ago, about 10 years, when she was quite unknown. Grimes came to Korea to perform at a small club in Hongdae. At the time, I went to have a look and greet her. At the time, she was very young, and it was only a small club we met at. Afterwards, the contact stopped. Seeing how busy she is now, I was surprised that she still remembered me. Do the two of you feel that awareness of Korean culture is rising outside of Asia, all around the world? Yes. Yes, I feel it. You can't miss it. Yes, I feel like in the past, I thought that Korea definitely had an impact in Asia. But nowadays, it seems like the fan base has really grown in places like Europe, America, and even in South America. It's gradually growing. It's a positive and desirable situation, right? <laughs> True. It's something to be proud of. When the two of you are working, do you take your global fans into account as well as your Korean fans? Well, I can't speak for Hong Kyung Pyu. But in my case, whether it's when I first made music or now, honestly, I don't think I'm the type to particularly have a limit in mind and say this music is for the domestic fans or that music reaches beyond Korea and matches global trends, you can see this as the reason why K-pop category was made. Sometimes when there's something that I want to make, that I feel inside of me in order to show it, to make it, 
By having done so this way, later, what should I say? It's changed a lot. Now, however, at the same time, there's a chance to share performances with the whole world, so more people are interested and a fan base has appeared from that. As the same place, we can communicate a little more, grows bigger. It seems to have been made in various ways like that. And you, Hong Kyung-pyo? Cinematographers don't think about this at all, as films are more visual than music. And directors are always looking to make something new. Bong Joon-ho, Park Chan-wook, they are always working to make a style of film that has never been seen before. They try to do that when filming, when they're on set. I think music is like that too. It's always throwing away previous styles. Na Hong Jin does it. Lee Chang Dong does it. They only want to make something new, which hasn't been seen before. It's what they work towards. I'm the kind of person who wants to create and show a new vision, rather than following the trend of the era. That's how I feel when I'm creating. Then it's similar to music, continuously experimenting with new styles. It seems to me that an artist's vision is the most important. That's right. You could call it stubbornness. Right. You always have to fight. That's right. I'll move to the next question. Hong Kyung-pyo, does it feel like cinematographers are leading a large group when they work too? Yes, there are times where there are 150, 200 people on set. Sometimes it's a smaller set, but generally, when you lead them, you have to cooperate. It's really important. Especially now, when you have to finish within 12 hours, cooperation is really important. You have to be there as a leader. So it seems like you would have a core team you work with for each project. Yes, mostly you do it alongside people you are really in sync with. That synergy seems important. I worked like that until Parasite, but then it seemed like, as I kept on working with the same people, I ended up falling into the same patterns. So I let them all go and recently have been trying again. Of course, it's a little difficult, but it's like that if you go to Japan. In the case of Deliver Us From Evil, when we filmed in Japan, there were Japanese staff members. In Bangkok, there were staff members from Bangkok. That's how I've been working with staff these days. Yeah. Of course, collaboration is important, but I think that ignoring that at times and trying new ways of working is also worth trying. You come to try new challenges again. So, G-Dragon, do you feel that there are different pressures and expectations when you do solo work and your group work? Of course, there's different things. Also, when I'm producing, it has to protect the music. We can show as Big Bang and our style because it comes from the team's identity. So within that, anything that can't be resolved or personally, it's like the clothes. There are clothes which match Big Bang and also ones which match the solo work I do. So each, of course, I belong to a team. But the things I can show are divided. 
It's like this not just for me, but the other members who also have solar activities too. We each have our own style of solo music. 효과적인... I feel like storytelling is a very effective tool for music or film creators. G-Dragon, when you begin making a song or producing, do you first think of a visual which inspires your music? Or do you create the music and think of visuals to match that? It's very different. It changes from time to time. Because there is no set framework, a visual can change at any moment. The order of what I discovered first and what follows from that can change. Ultimately, rather than coming from a process, because the song comes as well, it continues and develops. There isn't really a set formula for what comes first. So, case, case by case. You go case by case. Yeah. I see. That's how it seems. Hong Kyung-pyo, could you tell us a little bit about where you get your inspiration for your visual expressions? I think that changes a bit from film to film. If I have a lot of time, I'll go visit art museums or look at a lot of photographs. But the most important is when I look at some scenery at a certain time and just see the light fall on a particular spot. I think I get a lot of inspiration from things like that nowadays, from my daily life, from small, minor things. I get a lot of inspiration from that. I think like you just said, if you try looking for it, you can't find it. It doesn't appear. Is that inspiration? You doubt it a little. I think that inspiration is something that you suddenly see through a kind of energy that suddenly comes to mind in your day of life. Even something that is there in the same place every day, sometimes you look at it and it looks different. It's from times like this when the way you look at the same object is slightly different. So no matter how used to it you are, that's when new inspiration. The phrase new inspiration is a little strange. It's like the way you look for something new within something that is already defined. When you start a film and you read the screenplay and the tone of the film and think about how it needs to be filmed and in what method, you think, isn't this art? You'll be standing still and then the light falls in your kitchen at home in a certain way and you go, ah. It spreads out in this way and at times is like the missing piece of the puzzle in my head. I've had many moments like that recently. You'll be thinking of nothing, and then it suddenly comes. From my point of view, it seems like observation is quite important then. Rather than observation, your habits. You become accustomed to these habits. Listening to music. Actually, I'll be listening to music, and at a point, it'll hit a strange rhythm, and then that rhythm... There are times when a very film-like rhythm and tempo suddenly appear. Yeah. Ah, so this is how to do it. This could work. These kinds of ideas keep coming up. At certain times. Sometimes when I'm watching a film, there'll be a lot of scenes, but a flash will come to me from something that was there for just a moment, an image in a scene or dialogue. Something between the actors, 
even just a word of the script, from something momentarily. I'll react to it. Something keeps coming to my mind from here. It's not something that comes while I'm looking for it, but which just suddenly comes to mind. Things like that. Just continuously in your mind. When I watch your films, I think you really are a lighting master. Honestly, nowadays I'll just do it however I feel like. Really? I improvise. Of course, I have an idea in my head. I'll have a general idea of the scene, but then on set, I'll look at the actor's movements, and while working with the camera and with the director, the scene will fall into place bit by bit. From there, it's a little more... When I worked with directors in this way, it felt more alive. Recently, I've been concentrating more on the things that you can't predict, and which make a film seem more alive in my work. I see. Did you ever learn about lighting from anywhere? I've never been properly educated in it. That's amazing. Is there somewhere you can go to learn? No, I guess there is. There are schools, film schools you can go to. I never went to those schools or places like that. I just did it on my own because I liked it. I don't really have any rules. Instead, I go by feeling, by the feeling of the light, things like that. I think the directors like that if you work by instinct. Right. So G-Dragon, did you properly learn about music? Just like the director, I've never learned about it. Even if I maybe had, it could be good. I've never officially learned, so I'm not sure if there is a kind of textbook. But I guess it could be helpful. But based on my experiences, like you said, I think it's important for artists to work based on their instincts because a framework like a stereotype, because if you add studies to something, then there is a set path which you have to follow and can't deviate from. If then you have to create something within that framework, hmm. because I don't have that, something unpredictable and new comes out because I have no rules. That's what I think. I think I react to that depending on how my body feels. In English, we often use the phrase happy accident. I think you two would be able to intuitively tell if it's quite apt for each case. Director Hong, I would like to talk more about your work as a cinematographer and your specific style. What does cinematography mean to you? And could you please explain the various styles in your work? I don't really think I have my own style. Because my work involves meeting a director and then interpreting and showing their work rather than having a certain style. I unveil it to the audience and show it to them. I don't really know about my own style myself. Burning, Parasite, The Wailing all have different styles. But sometimes I have moments, too, when I finish something and not know why I shot it in that way. Why did I shoot the take like that? There were many scenes in Burning which I just shot. The director didn't know how they would come out either. The dancing scenes, things like that, 
I just took the camera without realizing and just shot the take in the moment. Do you mean when Himi's dancing by the bush? The dancing scene, yes. Wow. We just did a take, did a rehearsal, had a chat, shot the scene until the end, and that's how it turned out. I don't know why I did it like that, and neither does the director. Those kind of possibilities. The more you film, the better they seem to get. It seems like you two could even use your iPhones along with other technology as it develops. Yeah. Sometimes I'll use my phone for the rehearsals. Oh, really? But because I always think like a cinematographer whose films are watched in a theater, I think I shoot films for audiences who watch films properly on a large screen, with good sound and in a dark theater. Me too, I prefer analog. I'm technologically illiterate, (laughs) apart from when I'm recording. It might not seem much, but if you really want to appreciate it, you have to do it properly. Director, since you're here, I wanted to talk about Parasite. What was it that made this movie so unique and powerful? When I read the screenplay, I told Bong Joon-ho that the screenplay was perfect. You've seen his previous work, right? Mother, Snowpiercer, they were good. But inside this small story, the organization was nearly perfect. The screenplay, dialogue, and content, too. And it has a strong social message. The part's about poverty. But because they're all resolved in an interesting way through humor. But I didn't realize it would reach this level. I thought it might win a grand award, but best lighting, ones like that. I didn't realize the audience would like it this much. There's a flavor of mania about it. But for it to have reached this level, I think we had good fortune. I've also heard that you're very particular when it comes to scouting, not just with Parasite. Like location scouting? For example, the stairs? Yes, to find a staircase. I basically looked at all the stairs in Seoul. That's because Parasite only had a few locations. I thought about the flow of the actors in the space and thoroughly searched for those spaces. A few of those were selected. So the house with the half-basement and the stairs, were they separately? They were separately filmed, but in actuality, the parts in front of the supermarket were filmed there. But the half-basement in Parasite was actually a set we made for filming because it had to be filled with water. When the screenplay was first made, Bong Joon-ho asked how we could do this following the concept. There's a scene when the half-basement is filled with water You can see when looking through the window, right up to here, in a scene. We were worried how we could technically achieve such a difficult scene. Also, when he makes a film, Bong Joon-ho always treats it like music. He thinks the rhythm is really important. With Parasite, he particularly focused on the tempo of every scene, the rhythm, even the smallest camera movement. Seriously, he adjusted the speed to a finely tuned tempo and filmed.
So when you film something like that, are there a few options for the tempo that you shoot, or do you just? Parasite was all filmed with only one camera. I really like the feeling of operating. The director explains the rhythms in words, and I do them with my body, like a guitarist, like someone playing a guitar. We kept talking about these rhythms on set, and then, as I became used to them, they became the norm. It's not something you planned in your head. It's not something I planned. It has to be done instinctively. G-Dragon, is it the same for you? Exactly the same. I think that's why your films, we met for the first time today. But if I think back to when I watched the films you've made, what I'm saying to myself while listening to your explanation is, see? That's right. The sort of thing, even if I don't fully explain it, we're both looking for something. Instinctively, that's important. You mentioned a tempo earlier because it's the same in music. At times in the moment, it's just that I can feel it. That's why. When I'm watching, a lot of my films are Korean films. When I'm watching them, I can see that there's a lot of reasons as to why the films turned out well. When watching films, it seems like rhythm is really important. Whether the camera is fixed, whatever you do, it's as if there's a rhythm inside it. It's the same in art. It's something visual, but finding the rhythms is like a goal to be provided, even on set. It's like that even with a fixed camera. There are a lot of elements to it, whether it's the actors or the colors. Going and finding that tempo is something fun to do on set. For the people watching it, when you're showing something visually or whatever, seeing how you deal with emotions at the beginning, there's a sense of heightened emotion at the end because there's a kind of flow. It could be a feature-length film or a short song. There's always something inside which needs to be expressed. It's a similar thing. If it's a two-hour film with 50 scenes, then it's as if it were an album with 50 songs on it. There's yet another rhythm in each scene. If you compare the parts which come after the climax with a music album, they're both similar. The rhythm can also change a little through modernization. The arrangement, that sort of thing. So I've always thought that music and films are actually quite similar. In films as well. If we were to say there was a difference with films and music, as an example, I once watched a video a while ago. It was the same video with the sound removed. When I listened to it, with the music, the things that I felt were really different. Also, on the other hand, in my case, when I listen to only the music, so like in a music video on stage, this music is what we each express. When we put that in a music video, it's different. And it's a different concept for the people who feel it. I did some post-production work some time ago, but I was doing some color editing on a completed version of the film. At that time, I turned all the sound off and just played the video. So I was working while just watching the rhythm, with just the film. 
So then, is this how you do it, or how it's always done? I don't know how other people do it. That's really interesting. <laughs> Because the rhythm is really important. The color, the tempo, or rhythm. I watch the tempo. And if the color isn't right, sometimes I'll change it. We might have shot it one way on set, but when I change it due to the order of the edit, The act of changing that again is something done in post-production. I would like to hear a bit more about the creative process you two have. We've spoken about it to a certain extent. Director, after you've received the script for the first time, how do you start working? As far as I know, there are cases where the script can change frequently. So do you prepare to a certain extent? When I read a screenplay, I think that the first feeling I get is very important and don't really look at the details. When I look at it again on set, those abstract concepts from when I first read the screenplay, it's difficult to put it into words, but if there's any emotions that only I felt like sadness or melancholy, I first fix that as a large part of the concept. Next, I fill in the remaining parts while talking to the director. That large piece is really important. I keep that concept in my mind, even though it's abstract. And when I go out to find a location, I always think about the sun setting and the light and at what time do I need to shoot this scene in order for it to turn out well as a director. That's more important than the details of the script. The emotion doesn't change. The words of the script may change. That's why I always focus on the tempo, the color, and the time following the light while I'm working. I watched Burning again today. There's a scene where Namsan Tower is shining brightly in the window. I think it was really impactful. That scene originally, the house was behind Namsan Tower, and the view was blocked. The window was in a different place. We asked the owner to drill through and had to make a new window. They were okay with it because they could see Namsan. The house price must have gone up. <laughs> it was filmed in that small house. Yeah, that's amazing. So, G-Dragon, when writing a new song, where do you start from? Just listening to what the director has been saying, I think it's quite similar. A song, not just with films and music, but it would also be the same for every artist who wants to make something new because... It's the act of creating. Everyone thinks it's possible, but for everyone who tries to make something new, the start is always up to fate or up to the other external factors. There are many things that I've tried to start. You've both been really great. 
It's really been an honor to create such a fun podcast. It's a shame that we have to end it. Good luck with your busy schedules. I hope to be able to greet you in person next time. Thank you very much. 감사합니다. 수고하셨습니다. 수고하셨습니다. 네. Thank you for listening to Chanel Connects. You can listen to new episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Melon, and on any other podcast app that you like. You can also listen again to Season 1, featuring Pharrell Williams, S. Devlin, Kira Knightley, Lulu Wang, and others. 